0: From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune.
1: A very warm welcome to you.
0: This is our international English service.
1: In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise.
0: You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually.
1: You are listening to Adventist World Radio, The Voice of Hope.
0: our programs you are welcome to write to us on this postal address adventist media center post box 1446 market yard pune 411037 maharashtra india
1: you can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www. AWR.org.
0: Before we hear God's word, here's a melodious
2: song. dream.
0: From the studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune.
1: We have
3: Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Greetings, dear listeners. Welcome to another days of God's Word. Hope you're all doing well. I am Helen Jacob, the English radio producer speaker from Adventist Media Center, Pune. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you For this time where we can pause and listen to your word please give us the understanding we need to follow you in Jesus name I pray amen today's topic is on the subject the power of courage are you a courageous person let's look at a few meanings according to the Cambridge dictionary courage means the ability to control fear and to be willing to deal with something that is dangerous, difficult, or unpleasant. The spiritual meaning of courage is a quality of mind or spirit that enables a person to face difficulty, danger, and pain without fear. Biblical meaning of courage is trusting in the Lord as your true source of strength. Let us begin with a quote. Courage is not having the strength to go on. It is going on when you don't have the strength, by Teddy Roosevelt. Courage can be seen in two ways, physical courage and moral courage. What is physical courage? It is bravery in the face of physical pain, hardship, even death or threat of death, while moral courage is the ability to act rightly in the face of popular opposition shame, scandal, discouragement, or personal loss. What does physical courage mean? Physical courage is a courage most people think of first, bravery at the risk of bodily harm or death. It involves developing physical strength, resilience, and awareness. All of us have some kind of fear that we need to conquer. I have many fears that are on my list and one of them is crossing the suspension bridge. I have always told myself I would never venture across a suspension bridge simply because it looks scary and the fear of it collapsing when I'm on it. Well, I overcame this fear a couple of weeks ago when our church had organized a one-day retreat for the retirees of our church. We had gone to the Hidden Oasis Resort, which was about one hour from Pune City. A beautiful setup surrounded by greenery, pure air, short walks to enjoy, chirping of songbirds, delicious meals from the organic vegetables that were grown, comfortable rooms, and indeed a cool place to relax and enjoy the beauty of God's nature. One of our friends took us on a short walk to see a small sus- suspension bridge, and we had to cross it to get to the other side. Looking at it made me afraid. But I didn't want to show it, so I told myself I had to do it anyways. So, I mustered up a little courage to walk across. My husband went in front of me, and our friend was behind me. The bridge was not too long, plus it had a safety net under it. Instructions were given. Place your feet in the middle of the iron planks. Hold on to the sides of the bridge was ringing in my ears. Taking a few steps was not too bad, but once I came to the middle of the bridge, I got a little scared because I looked down, which was not a good idea. I couldn't turn back now and kept walking carefully until I reached the other side. I was so relieved and happy to be back on solid ground. It wasn't so bad after all. I did go back a few steps on the suspension bridge for a picture, to reassure myself that I had really done what I was fearful of. Let us contemplate on a few stories of courage from the Bible. The story of David and Goliath is really an encouraging one because David was a lad who was not afraid to fight the huge Philistine giant. Goliath was an enemy warrior. He was fierce and bigger than anyone else. Why did David fight a huge giant? David was concerned about God's reputation. He had mocked the God of Israel and challenged anyone from the camp of Israel to fight him. Israel represented God's people. To attack Israel was to attack the God of Israel. This young lad, the shepherd boy, who came forward to fight the giant, was not weakened by the champion. He stepped forward and said to his enemy, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. This day will the Lord deliver thee into mine hand, and I will smite thee, and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, and to the wild beasts of the earth." And all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. And all this assembly shall know that the Lord savest, not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. This is taken from Patriarchs and Prophets, page 647, paragraph 2. David trusted in the Lord to protect him. The Lord helped him to defeat Goliath without a sword or armor. He used his sling and picked up five smooth stones. It only took one of the stones to hit the giant's forehead and he fell to the ground. When that happened, it emulated the courage of David, who was mighty because he had faith and went forth in the name of the Lord of hosts. God used David in saving the Israelites from becoming slaves to the Philistines. At times, all of us must stand against those who mock and revile. Sometimes we will face some earthly powers as mighty as Goliath's, but we can be sure of God's leading and protection, and we have nothing to fear. The book of Esther is one of the only two books in the Bible named after a woman. In this story, you will meet a beautiful young queen who risked her life to save The People of God Here's a little bit of background. Esther lived in ancient Persia about 100 years after the Babylonian captivity. She was an orphan child, and her cousin Mordecai adopted and raised her up. As the story goes, one day the king of Persia, Xerxes I, threw a lavish party, and on the final day of the festivities, he called for his queen, Vashti to flaunt her beauty to his guests. She refused to appear, which filled the king with rage and he removed her from his presence. Then the king hosted a royal beauty pageant to find his new queen. Young women from far and wide came for the pageant and Esther was the one among them. She was chosen for the throne. She had not revealed her people or her family because Mordecai had charged her not to reveal it. Her uncle Mordecai sat within the gates of the king. The king's highest official was a wicked man who hated the Jews, especially Mordecai, because he would not bow down to him. Haman devised a scheme to have all the Jews in Persia to be killed. The king agreed to Haman's plan to kill the Jewish people on a certain day which was appointed the king did not realize the far-reaching results that would have accompanied the complete carrying out of this decree. Satan himself, the hidden instigator of the scheme, was trying to rid the earth of those who preserved the knowledge of the true God. The decree of the Medes and Persians could not be revoked. Apparently there was no hope. All the Israelites were doomed to destruction. Meanwhile, Mordecai learned about this plot and shared it with Esther. He challenged her with these words recorded in the book of Esther, chapter 4, 13, and 14. Quote, Don't think for a moment that because you're in the palace you will escape when all other Jews are killed. If you keep quiet at a time like this, deliverance and relief for the Jews will arise from some other place. But you and your relatives will die. Who knows if perhaps you were made queen for just such a time as this. The crisis that Esther faced demanded quick and earnest action. She and Mordecai realized that unless God could work mightily in their behalf, their efforts would be useless. So Esther replied in chapter 4, verse 16, Do not eat or drink for three days and nights. My maids and I will do the same. And then, though it is against the law, I will go in to see the king. If I must die, I must die. She took time to commune with God and sought strength. Esther showed more courage to go in the presence of the king, even though she wasn't called by him. She found favor in his eyes and the king stretched out the golden scepter and invited her into his court. Her request was made known as she invited the king and Naaman to a banquet in her palace. After the second banquet, she stated her request and revealed the plot of Haman in killing the Jews. Thus, Esther played a major role in saving her people. There are many stories in the Bible where ordinary people took courage in the face of difficulties and are a blessing for us today. Courage is always fueled by faith. Good courage is fueled by faith in the ultimate good of the real God and all he promises to be for us in Jesus. Therefore, good courage must be taken. We must take hold of real promises given by the real God so that having done all, we can stand firm in the evil days. Ephesians 6:13. How can we build up courage? The answer comes in a small formula that we can choose to follow. Will plus action equals courage. You find this will plus action this courage equation many times in the Bible. Moses called it out of Joshua. Be strong and courageous, for you must go with his people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them. Deuteronomy 31, 6-8 David called it out of Solomon, "Be courageous and strong, and do the work." 1 Chronicles twenty-eight twenty. Jesus' disciples called it out of the blind man, and Jesus stopped and said, "Call him here." So they called the blind man, saying to him, "Take courage, stand up; he is calling for you." Mark ten forty-nine. Courage requires an action on our part, which is submitting our will in faith to God's purpose and plans for our lives. When we do this, God will strengthen us every step of the way. In Philippians 2.13 it says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. Here are some tips that will help us to be courageous. One, Meditate on, memorize, and speak out scriptures about courage. Memorize scripture passages on courage and it's amazing how comforting it is when you recall these promises when caught up in fear. Here are a few of them Joshua one nine, Psalms twenty three four, John fourteen seventeen, Psalm fifty six three and four. Google to find out more from the Word of God. two. Develop the skill of listening for God's voice. Take time to listen for God's still small voice. Pray without ceasing, and God will guide each one of us through difficult situations and will strengthen us. God may not appear to us in a vision as He did with many in biblical times, but there are many times He has spoken to my heart and prepared me to take courage in advance of something. 3. Keep a journal of things God has done when you have taken courage. As humans, we tend to forget the goodness of the Lord. So a good way to remember is to write out your experiences in the form of a poem, song, or a thank you letter to the Lord. This will deepen your faith. And whenever you're afraid and need courage, read what you wrote of how God came through for you. 4. Study people who have taken courage and the fears they overcame. The Bible is filled with characters like David, Moses, Joshua, Joseph, Daniel, Ruth, Esther, Gideon, Jesus, Paul, and many others. You can also find countless models of courage in historical figures like the early martyrs, the reformers, Corey Tenboon. Chhatrapati Shivaji, Mahatma Gandhi and many others whose lives can be an inspiration to us. 5. Ask God to help you identify the fears that are holding you back from taking courage. Give them to God daily. Jesus knew we would all struggle with fears, doubts and troubling tendencies. That is why in the words of the Lord's Prayer is a petition for help from the Lord which goes like this, and lead us not into temptation or fear and of giving into sin we struggle with, but deliver us from the evil one. Matthew 6, 13. We are We will not be perfect in this life, but by calling on God's strength, we can choose to be courageous. We will not know what lies ahead of us, but we do know the author of our life. Jesus our guide and friend. Let us close with a prayer of submission to God's plan and purpose. Dear Father in Heaven, thank you for the courageous people in our in your word and in our lives. Make us an instrument of your peace. Please bless the listeners and their families. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May the Lord bless and keep you safe. Have a beautiful day.
1: We have almost come to the end of our broadcast. To know more on God's word, you are always welcome to write to us
0: Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra, India
1: And you can email us at HelenRichesV.com at gmail.com Helen Riches V at Gmail com H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail
0: You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism CDE 000 800 040 1704 or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero our WhatsApp number is Plus nine one nine zero 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 zero
1: eight nine zero nine three. And you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com.
0: We invite you to visit us on our website www.awr.org This is David
1: And I am Madhuri Signing off at AWR
0: Do join us again along with your family and friends
1: Till then, we wish you
0: Goodbye goodbye and and God God bless